For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. The Five Rings Podcast with Dwayne Rollins and Kevin Laramay on the Sports Podcasting Network. Follow us and listen to us live on Twitter at Five Rings Podcast and like our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Sports Podcasting Network for more content. Good day, good night. Welcome to the Five Rings Podcast. I'm Kevin Laramay joined by Dwayne Rollins. As we break down day five with our poutine, wood, bronze, silver, and gold medal moments of the day. Busy day today when a proverbial passing of the torch took place on the short track side for Canadian short track speed skating. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about the shortcomings of the short track and more on this very fun show. Dwayne, how are you today? I'm doing well, Kevin. How are you? I'm pretty good, pretty good. I'm quite excited. I've been watching some luge double getting ready for this show. And as much as I love other sports, the sliding sport, the striking of my imagination when I was young still prevails to this day. And it's always exciting, surprising, dangerous, risky, kind of fun to watch. And I've been enjoying the luge competition. Today was the men's double which is always fun to watch because, first of all, you're like, how is the bottom guy not get crushed by the top guy? And second of all, it's always fascinating to see how a, a heavier luge with two persons actually goes down so quick on that ice sheet. But I've been enjoying the big battle of the day, which is between every luge and turn 13. <laughs> I was going to say, as long as you're not on turn 13, we're going to be fine, Kevin, because turn 13 has become... Well, they always say it's, it's unlucky, right? 13, that, that's an unlucky number. But yeah. it's been particularly unlucky for for all these losers today. But, uh, yeah, it, I, I also learned that the heavier loser is supposed to be on top. So that's something yeah. I learned today. So. Something it's very counterintuitive. And I really enjoy it on the CBC, and her name escapes me. But she brings a lot of great information about the lose. She's a former athlete for the Team Canada. And she's saying, oh, the heavier and pretty much the, the, the bigger of the two athletes is on top because aerodynamically, he just basically covers the whole thing <laughs> and makes it easier for it to cut through the air. Fair enough. I mean, look, I, I actually was thinking about this today when I was watching the, the luge competition is that we make fun of it a lot and too much, really, because these are world-class athletes. And the fact that it looks a little funny to us, we shouldn't be doing that they, they, they're incredible what they do they're all incredible everyone's incredible this entire yeah. olympics is making me realize just how not cool i am Kevin. <laughs> not in shape <laughs> maybe but the two tobies especially from germany they're three the third straight gold medal for germany germany dominates the entire sport of luge the seconds were also germans that they've been trying to beat the top forever too they were never able to and they were got close and it was fun to see what we call German 2. Let's call German 2 and German 1. German 1 is the, what are nicknamed the two Tobies because their two first names is Tobias. 
So Tobias one and, and Tobias two, and they're the two Tobias, and the two Tobiases or the Tobies, uh, three straight gold medals. German two, got like a perfect exit of of turn thirteen, and they're like, oh, we figured it out, just to see their compatriots do the exact same thing but faster, <laughs> still get that gold medal. It's an interesting aspect. The two or lose doubles is two run compared to four on the singles. And it does make for a very limited margin of errors for the sliders. And look, the Germans are so spectacular at that sport. I think we talked about this the other day. They're, they're incredible at it. And congratulations to them. I mean, it, it's, it's it, they're insane. Like everyone in the winter games, like the, the winter games is entirely about someone going, hey, hold my beer. That's the winter games, right? Like, <laughs> Can I do that on ice? And if so, yeah. how how safe will I be after? Well, that doesn't matter, actually, really. Yeah, no, no, safe, safe. No, none of them are safe, but they're amazing. <laughs> you know, we talked about short track, and I don't know if it's new this year, but the audio is being captured in the way that you hear the blades, like the clicking of the blade on ice so loudly. And I'm like, wow, this really feels like a sharp blade. <laughs> Just say, It sounds sharp. And I'm like, oh, wait, they're actually like turning left, and there are like 10 of them on the ice because there was a final with 10 skaters. How dangerous was that? I'm just happy everyone got out of there safely. Fair enough. I mean, yeah, they weren't knives in their feet, but uh, yeah, it's it's it, it, they're all nuts. They're all nuts, Kevin. <laughs> Every single one of them. And we're gonna talk about the shortcomings of the short track in a minute, but let's start with our medals of the day. Let's start with the wood medal, Dwayne. Your wood medal for day five, Russia. Just Who? Russia. Who's that? I, I haven't seen that country in the Olympics yet. Yeah, you know, the, the ROC, the rock, whatever, whatever, you know, smell what you're cooking, all that sort of stuff. I just, just want to give them the, 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 the figure skating. I'm talking about figure skating. And yes. Suddenly there's a, a emerging controversy about the, uh, Russia. <laughs> okay. The facts are there's an emerging legal issue that has delayed the medal ceremony for the team figure skating event. Canada finished fourth. Russia finished first, followed by Japan and the United States, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. And Canada would get on the podium if there's something. It was rumored to be maybe a doping case. No confirmation on that. What is confirmed that it's a legal issue that could take some time to be resolved. We hope not. Some of these athletes from The Rock are scheduled to compete in the single events of the men that starts tomorrow. And it will be interesting to see the outcome and the fallout of what happened in the team event. Right now, as things stand, the medal ceremony has been delayed indefinitely, which means there's something big happening, and that is with the terminology used by the IOC, an emerging legal issue. Uh, look, Russia, that, that's my wood medal because you know what? I just want to enjoy these games. I just want to enjoy the people that are participating, that are that are inspiring me, and then they come around and remind me that this is part of the world too. And yeah, it's not not that great. So The Rock, I'm for the only time in this entire podcast, I'm going to say their name, Russia, because you know what? Sometimes you earn your name. Yeah, they're they're just frustrating me with this this stuff and emerging legal issue. Uh, what? Come on. It's, you know what it is, and it's just sad. It's just sad. Icarus, watch Icarus. There you go. <laughs> we'll see what is the ramification of it. 
But fortunately, the next sport I'm going to talk about, it's a sport that Rock does not figure really quite highly in it. And I'm going to give my wood medal to the shortcomings on the short track that were saved by one of my medal recipients that we'll talk about later today. The proverbial passing of the torch. One of the favorites, Kim Boutin, fell in the heats. It's unsure right as of now if this was caused by a moment of losing your balance on the ice, which can happen, a maybe a nick in the ice that made her lose her balance. It's the last corner of the heat. She is number one. She's going to go through the semifinal. No problem. One of the fastest heats, too. And coming out of the last corner, she either took a, a wrong track in the ice, maybe sometimes there's nicks happening, and she lost balance. She fell by herself, unfortunately, and did not finish this race and did not move on. Chalamlin was able to move on, but in the semifinal, he did a move. He did a overtaking that actually caused contact, that caused some chaos and havoc. And he got the pen, he got the penalty, and was disqualified. Pascal Dion also Dion had difficulties and did not make it through after the semis. So uh, the Heat even, I believe, at this, but which had only one Canadian in the final, Stephen Dubois, who was a young, unknown Canadian before today. So we'll talk about that later on his moment of glory. But the shortcomings of the short track is my wood medal for day five and... And it's unfortunate, and it's not a personal aspect. It's most of them, it's not their fault. Dion actually caught a bad track in the ice, too, that made him lose his balance. But Dion, Amelin, and Boutin were favorites, respectively. And unfortunately, it did not pan out for them. And that is unfortunate for Canada's medal chances at the end of the day, too. No, the short track is a very frustrating sport sometimes to watch. It's exciting. There's no doubt. It's, it's very exciting. You know, it, it is. But it can be very frustrating, too. And it's been a particularly frustrating for me, this Olympics, because it seems to me every race happens with something going on. And I'm not sure if that's the ice or if it's just random luck. But it's just, you know, I'd rather just watch a race and watch it finish in its own natural course, right? And, and it hasn't happened a lot. And, yeah, if the Canadians get knocked out, that that's sad but just in general i just want to see them race fairly and without less men older men looking at a you know a tablet <laughs> the one guy yeah <laughs> the one guy who's been really busy the judge the intelligent judge was uh i always feel like he's gonna fall on his skates he never seems quite uh, secure going from point a to point b on his big skates but you know it is what it is and at the end of the day that's part of the sports not we're not we don't watch like religiously every single weekend short tracks but it is a bigger part of that sport than it is in other sports but i guess our our biases of other sports comes into play there yeah i, I don't like the var as i said I know, the other day I know. Dwayne loves var to be something that is non-existent so that yeah, does it, exist now. yeah and shoot it into the sun. Exactly. I do enjoy the fact that the the, the referees that these older men—they're you know, I shouldn't say older because they're pretty much my age—but anyway, are wearing skates themselves. That 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 does amuse me. So, so. and they and you need to wear the similar skates because you can't just wear like hockey skates because then you're gonna destroy the ice in a different way. So they <laughs> have to wear those big skates that I would not wear. I would be very scared to cutting my Achilles tendon wearing these skates. Yeah, I. 
I, I, if I was the referee, I would absolutely wear my like thirty year old hockey tacks. I would wear them. With the... <laughs> I would wear, you know, those uh, those anti slip spikes that you wear <laughs> to walk outside when it's icy. Yeah, I would wear those. I would just make sure that I don't slide. Then I'm gonna stand upright, and no one's gonna put the video of me falling on YouTube. This is very Canadian conversations we're having here. So there you go. But yeah, no, I, I do the, do enjoy that. But uh, I don't enjoy the VAR. I do not enjoy watching people look at a little tablet all the time. It's, <laughs> yeah, not what I want. Yeah. What I did enjoy today, though, is the start of the curling tournament. On the men's side, the women will start tomorrow and the men's will continue tomorrow. We've seen Canada start their journey to what could be maybe their first team gold medal since since 2014 which feels like forever. But that was fun, and I do uh, intend to talk to you about curling from uh, now on almost every day just to keep track of what's happening on the men and the women's side of the curling world because I know it's something you really enjoy. Time to move to the gastronomy portion of today's show. Poutine medal. Let's talk about the poutine medal. Dwayne, what is your poutine medal for day five? You know what my favorite thing in the Olympics is, Kevin? My absolute favorite thing is the surprise bronze. Oh, right? do we have do we have the same medal? Do we have the same poutine? Yeah, I mean, I'm. I, you tell me. Is, is it Miss um, Odive? Is that is that who it is? The oh, you know, that, so, we're, we're yeah. talking about food. It's a great place. It's a great time to have a a dining opportunity. And Marietta Odine, bronze medal in snowboard cross, unexpected bronze medal for Canada, and an amazing course. That starts with the Wu-Tang section. Yeah, you heard that right. The Wu-Tang section. Yeah, Ooh. you know. It's a great part of every every snowboard cross, every cross track. But it's a track. It's a race. That was fun to watch. Yeah, exactly. Wu-Tang. I'm, I'm thinking of asking my Google to play something after this. But anyway, no, the surprise bronze is the absolute highlight of any Olympic Games. You're watching something, you're going, yeah, this is fun, this is good. You know, we're, we're all cheering for something, and then all of a sudden a, a Canadian wins a, a, a random medal, and I love that. I love that so much. It's my favorite thing ever. So that, that yeah. that's my poutine. I the entire competition poutine. was awesome, too. Sort of the which competition? The entire competition was really oh, awesome, no, I, too. Absolutely. I, I love the, the, the head-to-head racing. It's what you want to see. Like, I mean, I get it. Like, I grew up watching, you know, one goes down the track, the other goes down the track, and you're looking at the times, and you're looking to see whether they're heading that, and, and all that technical stuff. Like, I get that, and I appreciate that. But to me, when you watch head-to-head, it's just so much better. <laughs> it yeah. just is. Especially the way the Snowboard Cross does it. And we'll talk about more Snowboard Cross later, intent in my medals. But for Marietta... Odine, this bronze medal, she now becomes a known name in this country. She'll become a even bigger name in her sport. And she's 24 years old from Prince George, British Columbia. It's her first Olympic medal. It's Canada's seventh of the games. And that does help her move forward with this sport, which is a sport that Canada did well in the history of the sports and the X Games and other, and this just continues. But I have also the same poutine medal, so we can just continue a little bit here. For me, this shows also that even if one of Canada's medal hope happens or falls short or a bit low of expectation, just like Tess Critchlow, who finished just a bit lower than she would have loved to. What's with me and puns this morning? Anyways, <laughs> Tess Critchlow was... 
from British Columbia also, and she finished sixth after finishing as a runner-up in the small final. But to me, this is a great competition that shows the new Olympic Games, the new movement moments moving forward. Absolutely, yeah, it's spectacular. These games have been fun, Kevin. I, I'm really enjoying them. These are great, but yeah. Uh, the surprise bronze is absolutely going to always win my poutine medal. Medal, I would, I, I'd like some poutine right now. I'm actually kind of hungry, but anyway, that, 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 that's 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 cool. All right, let's go on. We'll take a short break. When we come back, we'll go through our bronze, silver, and gold moment for day five. And we're back on the Five Rings Podcast talking about day five at the Beijing 2022 Olympic Games on bronze, silver, and gold moments of the day. Dwayne, let's start with your bronze for day five. Yeah, this is going to seem a little weird when I when I say it because it, it actually could be a wood medal if I really wanted to be mean about it. And I don't really like being mean because these are all incredible people, but I'm going to give you a bronze medal. That is not someone who's had a performance yet. Someone who's had a career. It's had an amazing career. And the fact she's still out there and she's still driving and trying to win medals is amazing to me. And I, and I, I don't say this lightly. It's, you know, not a country I cheer for easily, but nonetheless, I want to give my bronze medal to Michaela Siflin, the great, skier the alpine skier the the alpine events have always been the highlights of the games to me and this woman has had such a great olympic career she hasn't had a result yet but she's still out there she's still driving yeah and uh, if you don't know this year's been difficult for michaela schifrin she has two dnfs in two starts with a combined 10 gates of slalom that she has gone through. It has not worked out really well for her. She uh, fell and missed a gate, uh, not even six gates in last night. You know, exactly. And, and look, that, that, that sucks is what it does. But it, It's been a few moments like that for the U.S., even a cross-country skier a couple of days ago. <laughs> she said, okay, the, the, the gun starts, one stride, two stride, hits the deck. You're like, all right, goes well. Great, great look, games, Olympics. It, you know, precisely. Like, look, she's a great athlete. That's why I wanted to highlight her, and I wanted to highlight her in a way that that gives her the positive praise that she deserves. But it's this is the worst games for the U.S. I've ever seen in my life. They're like, like oh irrelevant. God. I'm looking for them. I'm like, all right, uh, wait, wait a minute. Where are they? And it's not going to change too because, um, well, Red Gerard was nowhere to be found when it was come time to see the big air competition. Slope style too. He was nowhere near the top. And the little red, we'll see if he can maybe be the big red, which I guess is is Sean Sean White, who doesn't want to be called. But you know what? Be, be, well, you know he's he's he's. He, we're gonna talk with Sean Wright a little bit later. Well, anyway. or, or, or we might not, because he <laughs> might not do that well. You know, I'm, I'm surprised that I just hope his knees and just hope he comes out of there okay. It's his last competition ever. I, I, I guarantee you, we're gonna talk about Sean Wright a little bit later. But okay, perfect. Yeah, All yeah. right. All right. So Dwayne's talking about Michaela Shifford, who unfortunately is having a difficult games, but at least to console herself, she can 
know that Dwayne is giving her the bronze medal for today. <laughs> there you go. Which is the most important medal that, that exists is clearly the Five Rings Podcast bronze medal. There sure, why not? My bronze medal goes to a great moment in the Nordic Combine. Rarely do we see something happen that we don't expect. And Nordic Combine, you never really see like big surprises at the end. But Norway's Jorgen Nyland Grabak. I did practice that a couple of times before the show. <laughs> was dominating the ski, well, the jumping event, and he was dominating the ski, and you know he thought he was gonna, he was gonna do it. Came time for the last climb of the day, and Vincent Geiger from Germany decided to not be beat, and decided to surprise everyone with a come from behind moment on his keys, overtaking the Norwegian and crossing the line in front of Mr. Nyland Grabak for Geiger winning and bringing the energy of the stadium all the way to the red of that Geiger counter. And we have a gold medal for Germany, an unexpected gold medal, a come from behind walk off type of home run situation. Good job, Geiger. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, walk off. That's that, that's good analogy, and everyone loves that and loves the drama of it. And it's a great event that way, right? I would have thrown my poles, take the ski out, and do like a bat flip. I would do a ski flip. Get at me. That's the type of moment <laughs> I want to see. <laughs> if I won an Olympic gold medal, yeah, I'd be dead. I run. I get do. naked and run. I don't know what that <laughs> tells about me, but I'd be like, damn right. <laughs> Oh wow, that that's a lot. But anyway, no, that, that's a great moment for sure, and and I appreciate that a great deal, Kevin. Yes. Um. Look, I mean, Germany's always so subtly good at the Winter Games. Like you don't expect Germany to be good at anything except they're good at everything. They don't. So, they don't boast, right? They don't bra- brash. They just they just show up to the Winter Games. They're professional about it, and they just get the job done. Yeah, well, I mean, they did boast once many years ago, and we're not well, gonna that's, that. yeah, we're not going to go there. But yeah, that was a <laughs> very different type of boasting. All right. Yeah, they they, they tried to boast. Okay, we're making jokes. All right, so the wall, we're so. not going to make that type of jokes, and we're going to move on to the silver medals. All right, Dwayne, your silver medal for day five. Big Air. I'm just my silver medals just did the Big Air competition in all of its forms. Because it's so inspiring, it's so amazing, and I love it so much. And I just, I just look there every night, and going, oh wow, there's people jumping. They, they, there's people standing at the top of a mountain and going, I'm gonna throw myself down, and I'm gonna try and do flips and stuff. After I'm in the middle of the air, after I go off this jump, that doesn't make any sense. That no human should ever, ever, ever try to go down. And I just, I just want to. I, I love them all. They're, they're amazing. The, the big air people. I just want to. Big air is my silver medal, Kevin. Big air. All right, big air is Dwayne's silver medal. My silver medal is an actual silver medal. I talked about a proverbial passing of the torch. Well, earlier today, short track speed skating, the only Canadian in the final of the 1500 meters for the men's. First of all, there's 10 skaters. So I was like, all right, brace for impact. (laughs) 10 skaters, who's gonna finish in the boards? Well, in the mats here. Luckily, nobody did. I guess they were all worried of that situation. Steven Dubrow from Canada took the second spot behind the favorite Daehoo Wong from Korea, South Korea. And he's first, the Canadian second. 
and the pace is really high so high that no one can actually like overtake anybody of the first two and they're trying and there's a dutch in there who gets like fourth and they're trying but the jousting never goes all the way to the top two and huang and dubois are just one and two one and two and then there's the third which his name escapes me but the third one really gets close and there's a photo finish it takes a while to know if canada gets a medal of bronze of silver but it turns out that young steven dubois from laval it's a good laval little, little guy from laval he was unknown before the j and today he ends up with a silver medal around his neck probably the keys to the city in laval and becomes the new face of skating Canada, the short track. Short track was in need of a new male face. Kim Boutet and Charles. There's a lot of great short track on the women's side. Dion with a shortcoming this year. Hamlin is retiring after the World Championship next month in Montreal. Stephen Dubois has become today the new darling of short track Canada. No, 100%. And he's from Lavelle, so there you go. So uh, I, I appreciate that, Kevin. But uh, yeah, no, look, the short track is always going to be a moment. It's always going to be exciting. It's it's going to frustrate me a little bit because we talked about that already today. But but yeah, that's a great moment, and and I congratulate him 100. That's a that's a that's a good medal, Kevin. So should I talk about my gold? Let's talk about your gold for day five. Dude, 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 dude. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give my gold to the ultimate dude, and I don't think he's gonna win anymore today. But I want to talk about him, and I'm frustrated that this man is 35 years old because it makes me feel really old. But my gold medal is the fact that this this old man went down the half pipe and laid it down on his his final run where he had to do it. It's Sean White, man. Like, I've been watching so much Olympics for so long with Sean White there, and he, he's still doing it. He's fourth <laughs> right now. I remember when he showed up with a skateboard. I'm like, wait, wait, wait a minute. He's here in the <laughs> summer now, too. Why not? Might as well do it. Yeah, no, look, it's Sean White, man. He's he's the ultimate sort of American millennial <laughs> in my mind. And I just okay. go, like, how are you 35? So, yeah. I want to stab myself when I think about that, but nonetheless, <laughs> so it's I can it's only fine. imagine what you think about Tony Hawk. Because, like, like, Sean White from my generation, like, even Tony Hawk is known for my generation. But, like, Sean White's just a bit younger than me. But I can only imagine, uh, yeah, so I guess the, the the 2000s version of Tony Hawk is definitely Sean White. Uh, did you see the, the Tony Hawk video where he did the... Uh the trick on the on the half pipe when he was his 50th birthday when he did this amazing trick yeah and then he's like i'm never gonna attempt it again that's the last time i'm ever gonna do a 1080 but yeah 1080 thank thank you for that yeah no it's amazing i I remember when he tried to land the 900 so (laughs) that's a long time ago things have changed a little bit 900 was supposed to be undoable but that's like 2005 here 2005 was like yesterday, right? (laughs) Sure. 2005 was great. Xbox just came out, you know. PlayStation 2 was all the rage. I don't know. I'm just just spitballing. I don't remember. The the PS2, yeah. I'm looking at it. I can actually see one if I turn my head a little bit right now. So anyway. I know how older people feel now because I think I've peaked with PS4. Like the PS5 (laughs) draws zero, zero attention to me. I'm like... I'm good. Like, how how better can it really get? Like, how much better can your graphics really get? And uh, this is a recurring conversation. 
I haven't seen an Olympic game worthy of that name attract me to these games anyways. There, there you go. Yeah. I mean, I'd take a PS5 if anyone wants to give me one. But Sure, DMs awesome. are open, but, you know, I'm not going <laughs> to yeah, spend exactly. money for it. Sean White is my gold medalist because I, I don't think he's going to medal tomorrow. But the fact he's still there and he's still doing it in what is such a youthful sport is incredible to me. And good for him. And you can see the joy in the other competitors' faces when he went down. Like, they, they're taking selfies with him because yeah, he's shot bloody white. Because <laughs> he's the reason why they're doing it. Exactly. But uh, that's a very good medal. And very similar to mine. Because mine is also American. is also to an extreme sport of some sort. Also to an X-Game champions. Multiple X-Game champions. A career that spans decades now. And this is her one, two, three, fourth, or fifth Olympic. And she was still looking for her gold medal. The closest she had because she had came before today, Dwayne, was a moment that had been played in the Sports Center's top ten for decades. A moment that she was characterized, identified, and labeled as a hot dog, uh, someone who's just having too much fun and doesn't take anything seriously because of one moment in her career. Just because in 2006, she was ahead of everybody else and a three-second lead over the second, who was Tanya Frieden of Switzerland, Lindsay Jacobellis was first of the snowboard cross in the first time this event was taking place at the 2006 Winter Olympics in Torino. That was on February 17th. And on that day, when she was first in the last jump, knowing there was no way she was going to lose this race, she decided to have fun and grab her board. And she missed the landing, fell, and finished second. And since then... This moment has really been a moment she was labeled as. And you know what? Yesterday she was able, she came the closest and she was able to overcome that moment when a 36 years old Lindsay Jacob Ellis was able to win the gold medal in a young person's sports in the snowboard cross. She beat Wu-Tang. She got the Wu-Tang section. She dominated the rest of the course. She dominated everybody else. And she finished first in front of up-and-comers and the who's who of that discipline, Lindsay Jacobellis, not letting 2006 dictate her 2022 experience. Uh, 100%. Look, I, I can still remember that. Most even non-Olympic freaks like us can remember that because you know you're winning you grab your board and fall so in like, every top 10 moment of celebrating too early or call it whatever you like you see that you see of course the university uh, cross-country race where the guy stops running 20 minutes before and almost and just waves everybody and gets pipped to the line well it's kind of like that same scenario here well look i mean it's also like what 2006 so like this yeah. is the peak of the millennial lifestyle where people are starting to understand what that generation was and is and all that sort of stuff and they like the fact that she fell a lot of people like the fact that she fell there that, that's not kid ourselves right like hey you 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 did that and then you screwed up and of course it happened between two gold medals at the world championship right she had won the world championship in whistler in 2005 in the same discipline snowboard cross and won it in 2007 she was going to win it too so that's the whole thing and it's kind of like 
I'm sorry, Perdita Felicien. I made fun of you a few a few shows ago. But that's the Americans' version of Perdita Felicien. Even worse, you know. Imagine if you don't fall on the first hurdle, but the last one when you're actually winning. Is basically that's what happened here. So I can feel the weight, the weight of 16 years of carrying that burden coming off her shoulder with that victory yesterday. It, it, it was pretty bad. Like, that. let's be frank about it. But at the same time, like, the fact that you continue on and you, you keep driving forward and now you're not a 20-year-old anymore. Like, I mean, 2006, as much as we've been joking about it, it was quite a while ago. <laughs> it's it's it's, exactly. it's pretty good. It, it's incredible. Yeah, so that's a great gold medal. That's a great way to end the show. And, uh, yeah, absolutely, I, I agree. Don't don't grab your board. Although it would have been funny if she had. <laughs> you know what? I would have, I would have freaking done grab my board and land it. You know, make it go full circle and shut the haters. But you know what? Imagine if she grabs it and then she falls. No, 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 no. The side by side comparison forever linked to this. No, no, no. She had to do what she did. It's like. It's like you kick a field goal in football in the playoffs. You just don't go for it. <laughs> exactly. When it's really uh, when it's really go time, you got to take what you give. You know exactly. I'm just trying to imagine that if she'd fallen again, people would have yeah, uh, been. So, a what were you thinking? Uh, no comment. Can I just not talk to the media? Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I'm out. <laughs> I'm done. There we go. <laughs> Here you go. Here's my here's my apron. You go. Here's my skis. Here you go. <laughs> Congratulations to Lindsay Jacob Ellis, and let's have a quick look, Dwayne, at <clears throat> the medal table before we say goodbye. Because of Norway and Germany's great performance in day five, they are now equal on top of the medal table with Sweden. So we have Norway, Germany, Sweden, all with four gold medals. Netherlands, three. Thank you, speed skating. Uh, Republic, uh, People's Republic of China, three. Austria, two. Thank you to skiing once again, but this time the downhill version. Italy, uh, slalom also. Italy, rock, Slovenia, USA. As a gold medal. Now it's first of the games. Thanks to Lindsay Jacobellis. Who also rescued the entire country. Because they had no gold medals. And we know how that feels as Canadian. Because it happened to us a few times. Just ask Alex Bilodeau in Vancouver. How the pressure of an entire country can come quickly. When it's been a few days and there's still no gold medals. France 11th. Thanks to their one gold medal in Biathlon. And Canada, Japan, Switzerland, Australia, Czech Republic, New Zealand, and the last gold medal, Slovakia, so far, got a gold medal in these games. Yeah, well, thank you, Ski Jumping, for that one. But yeah, uh, exactly. so you're telling me that uh, golds are more important than bronzes is the conversation we had yesterday. Is yeah, CBC's it, it, lying to me. Yeah, exactly. CBC is lying to you. It doesn't matter if Canada has seven total medals and five bronze. We're not fourth in the order by total. Canada is 12, which is fine. You add a couple of curling medals. You had a, maybe a women's gold medal in hockey and probably not on the men's side. And maybe you have yourself a, a better uh, a true feeling of where Canada is. Yeah, yeah I embarrassingly cheering for the Canadian men to win hockey. It makes me angry at myself a little bit with that, but <laughs> I kind of want to, you know, it's, it's it's kind of fun. You know who's the backup goalie for Canada? Who, who is that? I'm not sure, so tell me. Justin Pogge. <laughs> 
former Maple Leaf superstar yeah. oh, Justin <laughs> Pogge. So in the next few days, and by the way, here's a a primer. Uh, we won't do it daily, but in the next few days, I'll finish the the the. the the creating of the video aspect. We'll have a couple of video shows for the end of the Olympics. We'll do Dwayne and I, and we'll, we'll talk about hockey, and we'll break down the roster. Some of you know I'm a sports edition now, so I've been working for over a year now, with, well, for almost a year with Tevi Boss. I've been working on hockey, and I've been perfecting my knowledge in hockey and, of course, all the other sports I've been working on. So I will look, statistically speaking, at Team Canada, and I'll get some quirky facts on this team you can get all the stats and all these things anywhere but uh we're gonna have some fun with these teams because that's the beauty of this tournament the nhl players are not there so i'm going with like funny stories and uh maybe a little upset alert here and there and maybe it's good for uh for your betting account who knows there there you go i mean look it wasn't good for my betting account last night when i took the over on russia v uh yeah you shouldn't you shouldn't one, 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 nothing. No, it's one, like, one. imagine, Rock is same as Canada. They don't have NHL players. So, uh, men's side, choose the under until it corrects itself. Okay? That's my, uh, that's, that's yeah. my advice to any bettors who actually wants to bet on the Olympics, which, by the way, is a very risky sport. <laughs> well, no, it's completely random. It's kind of fun to just, you know, if if Canada's not involved, I just been randomly picking a, a Norwegian in the cross country and, and cheering for them. It becomes very inspiring when you have money on the line. So there you go. <laughs> for some reason, Liechtenstein is really interesting. <laughs> tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow, on February tenth, day six will be medals in men's alpine combined, which is always fun. Women's ten kilometers classic in the cross country skiing. Curling has started tomorrow. The women's start today was the men. There was four games in the men's event of curling. We can even talk about those results if we want. Canada destroying Denmark 10-5 to with two ends to go. Denmark's like, we had enough. Here's our wet flag. Good game and good luck is my new, my new, uh, my new favorite nickname. Good name and good luck. That's what Denmark said. Exactly. And I'm just very excited that an Olympian that is three years older than me is going to uh, kick off tomorrow. So, so good for you, John. Jennifer Jones starts tomorrow. She's going to have fun. Other games, the USA did beat The Rock 6-5. And you know what's funny? They call The Rock and they play a sport with stones. <laughs> Hurry. Hurry hard. Yeah, yeah. Hurry hard. Norway over Switzerland 7-4 and Sweden over the People's Republic of China. We'll keep an eye on the scores of curling every single day to hype up the end of the games. Curling, hockey are the sports that are finishing at the end of the game. We'll keep an eye on these sports, on these great team sports. The biggest moment of these games are also these sports. So let's take a quick look at the rest of the day. Figure skating, the men's single will take place tomorrow. Medals will be awarded. Keep an eye on Keegan Messing from Canada. We're not expecting a medal, but who knows what's going to happen with the Russian people. So the who? The, the rock people. Exactly. Freestyle skiing, the mixed team aerial starts tomorrow. Luge, the team relay, Germany favorite to win this one easily. Snowboard, men's snowboard cross, and also the women's snowboard half pipe. Medals will be given in those two competitions. And also competition in the women's 5,000 meters speed skating on the ice ribbon. Absolutely, I'm looking forward to it. These games have been spectacular, Kevin. I am... I, I tweeted this out last night. 
I actually think these are my favorite games already. I, I don't know why. I think it's maybe the pandemic has, has affected me, but yeah, it's it's incredible watching these people, and I'm, I'm we're not even halfway through. So that's that's watch more Olympics. It's gonna be fun. Exactly, and you can follow us on Twitter at Five Rigs Podcast. You can saw, follow Dwayne at Twenty Fourth Minute, myself at Kev Larmy, and this show at Five Rigs Podcast. Thank you to so everyone who subscribed and downloaded the episodes. We can see our show climbing up the rankings, and that's thanks to every single one of you. Thank you for commentating on our Twitter accounts and for bringing more of the conversation and interactive aspect. It's something that we like about this show. And if you have longer stories, great moments regarding the Olympics to tell us, you can also email us, firingspodcast at gmail.com. For Dwayne Rollins, I'm Kev Laramie. Tomorrow, day six. And until then, enjoy your Olympics. Good game and good luck.